I used to be a massive stretcher, even as a baby. Like, my mum was like, the mo- mo- all you basically did was sleep and occasionally wake up to stretch and then sleep again. Dude, that is so fucking metal. I bet you were a shredded baby. <laughs> <laughs> you were like you were like one of those Renaissance painting babies where they were just like, well, I'll just take an adult man and just make him like a foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining you exactly how you look now. Gigantic beard. Just in a you're, crib, you're being like, mum. Naked, obviously. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Mythsanthropod. I am Snipe and as always I am joined by Whips. Say hello! Uh, hello? And Robomat, say hello! Hello! <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> I'm not engaging in this. How are you lovely spooky boys today? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you, Matt? I, I'm well, I'm well. Snipe, are you well? I'm fine. I'm feeling pretty spooky today. <laughs> yeah, like you, you have. It's, you're continuing the theme of Halloween as a state of mind. It really is, and I am gonna. <laughs> this is the hill I'm gonna die on. <laughs> you're gonna try and drag that all the way to Christmas. Uh, honestly, I just want to ignore Christmas exists. I just wish it was just the second Halloween where people buy you things that isn't candy. I mean, that's in essence what it is, right? No. Yeah, but it doesn't. You, you don't have the spooky theme everywhere. Yeah, it's like I want vampires to give me like presents. I don't want fucking Santa Claus to. He's a, he's a dumb bum. Okay. He's got this big tax dodge up in the North Pole, and I'm quite frankly sick of him. I mean, yeah. He, he employs like. I mean, seriously, do you really think he adheres to labor laws? Well, no, we know that he has a. a, a um, enslaved um, race of people. Exactly. That so he uses like to make. Whereas vampires, um, you know where you stand with toys. vampires and werewolves and mummies and fucking whatnot. But Santa, he's the real villain here. Yeah, you don't know where you stand with no. Santa's. Also, there's not like a mythology of his weaknesses. Yeah, like, it's like is he like allergic to silver? Do crosses ward him? We don't know that. We won't ever know that. Because big government doesn't want you to know that. But does that not make him more scary, which makes him actually better for Halloween? Yeah, but he's not like the cool yeah. kind of supernatural scary. He's scary like big government scary, where it's the most boring scary. You know what I mean? It's well, like... he's, he's he's boring, scary, like, uh, large conspiracy theory scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even as cool as, like, you know, the lizard people or fucking whatever. This is more, like, tedious, like, flat earth kind of, like, oh, okay. scary. Okay. Where you're, like, people can't actually exist like that. But they do, and that's, like, that's frightening. But in a really boring kind of way. So we've been sick and have not had the opportunity to do the podcast for a week, so I presume that's why Sniper's got got the sillies today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get our viewers woke or awake because <laughs> that was grammatically incorrect. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yeah, so uh, we missed a week of podcasting mainly because we were fucking dying. Yeah, has your guys lurgy 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 has it calmed down to the point where I'm probably not going to catch it via Skype? I don't know, this is Skype. Because at one point I was genuinely worried that's how bad you seem to be. Honestly, we were that fucking bad that we were just <laughs> infecting electronics yeah. in a six foot radius. Yeah, it was it was a bit rough. Uh, especially because it affected both of our voices pretty heavily. Yeah. So, so I got really yeah. sick first and then my voice was basically unusable for at least four days. And then just as my voice was gotten, had gotten like to a passable level, 
Wib's voice plummeted and crashed and burned as well. Yeah, it was basically when you went and streamed, like, to basically see if your voice would hold up for, like, recordings and things. Yeah, because that was... uh, We were going to suspend the podcast recording by a day, and I stream on Thursday, it was Longfang. And my voice was still pretty croaky, but I could do it. Yeah. And we we played we played for a few hours, and it was okay. And then we came in, because Longfang stopped, which is a different topic. But yeah, we, we, we came in to see you, who was painting in the other room, and you were like, hi, guys! And we're like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll tell Drummer Matt that we have to cancel recording, because Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was really weird, like, basically, oh, over the course of you streaming, my voice went from being normal to just being horrible goblin voice. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But on the plus side, you could do a wicked Ian Watson impersonation. <laughs> there is that. There is that. Yeah. So it's all worth it. And it's not like your job depends on your voices anyway. So I know. I know. It's, it's, it's fine. fine. It's not like not like we need to you know, do work or nothing. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, apologies to everyone uh, for this podcast being Sorry a week that late. our immune systems just couldn't keep up with your grandiose expectations of us. Maybe you should have, like... You should have more lower, more... More, appro- more... More achievable standards for us. For our personal immune systems? Whatever. I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, I noticed fine. that. Ah, whatever. Um, but anyway, so, um, we should probably talk about the stuff that has been going on. Yeah. Uh, a couple of general things to mention. So, as uh, Snipe just mentioned a moment ago, yeah, um, Longfang um, came over to visit us for a week. That was fun. Uh, so he was around. Uh, shockingly, did not seem to get ill, despite us both wow. possessing. He was the worst. already a little bit sick. You mean his? So it's like, his fault. No, no, no. He had a different. <laughs> he had a different illness. <laughs> Completely different illness. His illness fought our illness, and his illness won. Presumably because it was the Scottish variant, which so is it just, was like way tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. It's um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but it did mean we went and, you know, did a couple of things uh, that we haven't done for a while. So, like, we went to Warhammer World uh, for yeah. the first time in a long time. Yeah, we went to Warhammer World with, you know, got, grabbed Unity and had a, had a wander on down. Yeah. Um, and we saw we saw Warhammer World after all the renovations. Yeah, because we've not Ooh. been for years and years, right. despite living relatively close to it. What mm. have they done? Uh, the whole frontage of it has been completely renovated. They've the... got, like, like, as you go in on the top, it's a shop now. And as you go into the game floor, just like to your right, there's a Forge World shop. Mm-hmm. They sell, like, you know where the shop used to be? They kind of extended that over the like the top of the steps where you walk in. Okay. And on the on, like, as you walk in on the bottom floor, they've put like a lot more armies and stuff. And there's like a a what, souvenir coin machine, so you <laughs> yeah. can get like an Imperial or Chaos coin. So obviously, I got one because that's really cool. And yeah, and the like Bugman's Bar is basically the same. Yeah, it just means that um, there's a lot more... Temptation. A lot more temptations <laughs> there. Uh, and they've only had to remove, like, one line of game tables. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's like they sell, like, mugs and and fucking shirts and stuff now. It's Oh, it's dangerous. It is a dangerous Very place dangerous to go. Very dangerous place to be. Um, but yeah, so that was that was nice to go. Um, uh, I, I actually saw Gav Thorpe, and I apologised to him, so that was good. I know, I was like, oh my god, that's Gav Thorpe, I'm freaking out. <laughs> I, was like, I don't even have any alcohol on me, just take a shot. Um, he, he, is, he has forgiven us uh, for the Gav Thorpe drinking game. So, <laughs> i just like to put it this way, we've been forgiven for our sins, have you? <laughs> uh, something we can say. Yeah, but what a thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so we we had a bit of a game there where um, it was a big one. We had a big game where 
I used my orcs, basically the biggest force I could muster out of the new the new stuff that was that's out. Because obviously a lot of my old stuff can't quite work anymore, and I haven't rejigged like my knob squad and things like that yet. Um, against yeah, you can't you can't rush rejigging your knob. Yeah, you I know. That's a very dangerous. <laughs> You'll thing pull to rush. some. Up. Uh, against um, Snipe and Longfang using Snipe's Space Wolves. Yep. And Unity um, using my Blood Angels. Uh, so that, may- that meant I was being charged by all my rogue trader models and stuff. Yeah. That <laughs> nice. so that, was fun. that game took forever, though. I mean, it was it a did. lot of fun, but it took a long fucking time. Although it has meant you've decided you're going to have a bit of a rejig of your army mm. to something kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I've decided to kind of basically have a walker-focused army. So I'm going to cool. have like five or six dreadnoughts and an imperial knight, and that's going to be my army, which mm-hmm. is like 1,500 odd points or something around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be interesting because you've already got like I think you need like one more dreadnought to be able to actually <laughs> run that. Yeah, because because uh, a very nice gentleman Barry he sent me one in the mail. Yes. So uh, I have another dreadnought. <laughs> nice. So at some point we'll have to pick you up the uh one of the space wolf specific <sighs> ones. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah, I guess. If if we have to. <sighs> um but yeah, so uh Warhammer World um is cool. Yeah, but we didn't say how the game ended. Oh yeah, yeah. Like... So like I controlled the dreadnoughts because of course I fucking did. Uh, Longfang controlled the rest of the Space Wolf forces, and Unity controlled the Blood Angel boys. And it was a very long fight, which came down to two of my venerables, which is Luca and Boulder, mm. basically just ping-ponging between a bunch of, like, orcs. It was more specific. one with, like, a power claw, which was very worrying. Uh, more specifically, it boiled down to a small squad of boys and a couple of trucks fighting a couple of dreadnoughts, and that does not go well. It ended up like, I think Boulder was the only unit any of us had on the table, any of the, like, Imperial side had left. So it was just my venerable dreadnought versus, oh, what was it? It was like a truck and a small group of boys. Yeah, it was like three boys. Yeah, and Luck, like, it just managed... To wipe out all those boys in the truck. The more important thing is that he ended with one wound left. Yeah. Oh. One. Yeah. I think I think they have like seven or eight wounds, venerables. Uh, I think uh, six or seven. So, like, I, I yeah. think it's seven. I, think. I can't remember. I was super busy high on the adrenaline, being like, "Ah, I'm punching my way out of orcs. This is wrong." So yeah, it went <laughs> it went as down to the line as it could. It was be. crazy. Nice. It was so much fun. Uh, there was like it was one of those fun games where on multiple occasions it looked really obvious one side was going to win and then yeah, yeah it went right down to the line. So it was, it kept it was snapping a fun back. One. It was great. Oh, there's another thing Warhammer uh, related. Yes, we uh, we both entered a painting competition at our local GW. Ah, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, with the, like the little like five pound like uh, blind boxes. Yeah, Space Marine Heroes. Space Marine Heroes. Yeah, like they uh, they were like, oh yeah, with the release, like we're having a painting competition. So buy one, paint it, bring it in, and. And we'll have, like, a competition. And I was like, oh, cool. So so we both yeah. entered. And I was, obviously, I did a uh, I did a space pupper. 
you d- you and did like do the um, and pre heresy colors because I hate the modern day color. <laughs> it's, I hate yeah, this fair. baby blue talcum powder bullshit. It's so fucking ugly and I hate it. <laughs> and Wib being a fucking capital H ips ipster in ip, a capital H capital ipster. H yep. ipster. Yeah, it's like okay. I kept saying when I was like during the Resident Evil Revelations two stream, I kept going, "Oh, it's an herb." Don't do that because I hate people calling them herbs. Unless Appar- you're French, that's fine. Uh, apparently, because it does derive, that's where it derives from. Uh, the actually pronouncing the H. Well, I looked at it on my ordinateur actually... and it said, You're a bitch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it apparently. Said, uh, your husbando is le bitch. I don't think it does. It did. Um, I actually. think if you use the computer, it would say something. No, no, that uh, was the ordinateur. It probably says something along the lines that pronouncing the H is actually quite a new invention. But yeah, he decided to do a space shark. Now, not a car Sheridan, a space shark. Yeah, I, I did explicitly a Rogue Trader era space shark, mm-hmm. including doing the red helmet stripe and, you know, all of the iconography from that. <laughs> yeah, um, I, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on the at Snipe and Wib Play Twitter, which is basically just Wib's personal complaint and Star Trek Twitter. <laughs> <You're not wrong. laughs> hey, no shade. When um, Games Workshop tweeted about it. They what? didn't call it a space shark. They called it a car Sheridan. Well, then they're like fake fans, and we should just like <laughs> they, crucify yeah, them. They, they, yeah, Games Workshop well. are fake fans of their own thing. Fucking make me sick. In fairness, they didn't tweet about it because Games Workshop doesn't understand how Twitter works. Apparently, that's fine. They Facebooked uh, about. Yeah, it was on, oh, on the, was it Facebook. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was on their Facebook. Um, but like, the, I, I immediately knew. Now, this is the thing. Like, I entered the competition not because I thought I was going to win, and I'm not being like a Debbie Downer or nothing about it. It's just I entered it because I need to put myself out there more, and I think that's a very healthy thing to do. Absolutely. So, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. You know, I don't expect to do anything. I'm not a terrible painter, and I'm not not as good as Wib, which is fine. He does. He's like just really way better and more skilled at me at this. So it's like that's fine. And like I knew immediately, I was definitely not going to win. Not that again, this is not a problem for me. Don't okay. worry. When you handed it in, and the guy went, he double took, snatched it from your hands, and looked close and went. Is that, is that a car Sheridan? Can you paint my army? Is that freehand? Or is that a transfer? And he went, it's, it's freehand. And he went, is that freehand? And he started freaking out. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was just kind of like, no, that's fair. Like, like the first time I saw his freehanding skills, I acted basically the same because they are inhuman. And I don't Let's know what it. chaos god you've sold your soul to to be able to paint that well. Malau. Oh, I knew it. Yeah. Whichever one it was, it's then giving you a horrible disease. So, <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, Nurgle that's answered like, uh, my prayers. <laughs> um, but yeah. One chaos god answered mine. So I won, uh, basically. It was uh, really funny. Would you mind yeah. if I ex- express how we found out that you won? Oh, yeah, sure. So. Longfang was going back, and we went in on the Sunday, so like while we were walking him to catch his bus, we had enough time to pop in and collect the models, which I felt really bad about just walking in and leaving a model at the store. I felt really weird. I was like, I feel, this is, I want no, I want my baby back, and I felt really kind of strange. But yeah, so we go in. And we're like, hi, can we, like, here's our like tickets, our numbers, could we have our models back? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And uh, Wib was like, oh, could I uh, just quickly ask like, if, if you've picked a winner yet? And, like, the guy turns around, like, he's very kind of like, he's, he's looking for the model. He's like, oh, yeah, some guy called Matt Ward. And I pointed <laughs> at Wib and I went, it's him! <laughs> and he looked up, he was like, 
really? Uh, and yeah. he was like, yeah, it's me. And he was like, oh, congratulations, the space shark. Oh, was that a transfer? But like, immediately, <laughs> the first thing, he's like, is that a transfer? And he's like, no, it's freehand. And the guy's like, freehand, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it was the whole thing. It was, was it the same guy? No, no it was a different no. guy. Yeah, it was the same guy. He just has a memory of a goldfish. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's the thing. I, I, won, I won a tiny little trophy, which little was golden a golden gobbo. It was just a golden gobbo uh, stuck to a bunch of dice. It was really, really cool. That and like, to be fair, there was like, there was like ten entries or twelve. An amount of entries. Yeah, and all of them were really cool. Mm. Like there was someone who'd used like texture paint. On, on the model, like on the pauldrons and stuff, which was actually, they, I think they did really well Oh, with that. yeah, to make it look cracked yeah. um, and stuff. It's actually a technique I've been wondering about trying out, just yeah. to see for, like, Nurgle stuff. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it actually kind of works. No, it worked really well. There was one guy in there, because, like, on the day before, like, the people would go in and vote. Yeah. Um, and, like, we were looking at it, and I was like, wow, I've got, I've got a marine I painted in the case at my local GW. Oh my god, this is so fun. This is so fun. And this guy came up, he was like looking at like like the things. He was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Look at this one with texture paint. He was like being a real salty asshole about it. And I was like, you entered, didn't you? And you're just trying to like downplay everyone else. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there were some really good, really good like marines in there. I'm surprised, seeing as it was a painting competition, we didn't see any lamenters though. Because that's yeah. usually the the chapter to pick if you want to show off your painting skills. I, I would be tempted to if they did another one to do a lamenta just because just do a fucking lamenta because yellow's a pain in the ass to paint and the, the checks are a pain in the ass to paint. Yep. So, um, but anyway, that was that was the thing that, that happened, was a lot of fun and that was fun. Um, I'm glad I got my boy back <laughs> so he can sit there. I'm yeah. very proud of him. I finished him. Yeah, he's actually a marine that you have finished. Yeah, and I've decided to change the great company, the great company. because you. What was it you put? It, it was Logan Grimnar pre Great Wolf. So that was, it was what, like a wolf that was what you used to have. That's what I used to have. I'm changing it to Gunner Red Moon's company. Good because it's. Just, I was going to do Morkai for that guy, but that is so hard to do at that scale. I just went fuck this. I'm doing Gunner Red Moon because it has a skull. And, you know, I kind of like them. So like that, skulls. So that does mean that most of the models in your Space Wolves army that you have <clears> finished, <throat> now you have to repaint mm-hmm. the company icon yeah. on. Just, uh-huh. just putting that out there. Yeah. I, I, I believe firmly that yes. should you complete more than four models in your army, then your head will fall off or it, something. It is a very real concern. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a bit of fun. Anyway... We should probably move on to the... Okay. Uh, uh, drama, but what have you been doing, friend? Um, bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. Okay, great. Dr- um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I spent the majority of well, last week, although when this is out, I guess, two weeks ago, for your listeners, um, I ran a marathon, as you what, do, because what, apparently I like to hurt myself. <laughs> so I spent the week afterwards basically lying down, which is quite good fun. That's completely um, fair. I just thought I spent the next week lying down, which was quite a bit of fun. Yeah, it was. I, I, I basically finished Truck Simulator as much as I, I... I mean, it's an open-ended, you can't ever finish it, but... It's I, just like you know, any addiction. Achieve, achieve my goals nice. and watched a lot of Critical Role. I'm up to episode 111. Oh, I still need to watch it so hard. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible. So that was that was fun. I felt like I just I beat my previous my personal best by about an hour and fifty. <laughs> Good. So, I mean, the previous only and only other marathon I've done was the wine drinking one, which I think I mentioned on here, where you drink like 
21 glasses of wine over the 42 kilometers which and... is you know that's fine i mean but they, they always say the most important thing during like exercise is to stay hydrated and that's what <laughs> yeah. if you want to drink wine i mean it's liquid right <laughs> there's so... water in wine it doesn't really count as a good time because that's not the point. But I can say that I beat my personal best by quite a bit, which is quite that's, nice. No, dude, that's fucking rad. I'm proud of you. You done good. Um, but yeah, I couldn't move for the next week, so I just spent it out trucking. Um, but because I finished that, I finally got round to playing Stardew Valley. Yay! You as I got round to us, that's. That suggests that I did. It, I was in the past tense, and it's definitely in the present tense. Are you playing? <laughs> I'm still it right playing. Now? Um, I want to be. <laughs> yeah, no, it gets you like that. I'm it's so good. I think it we've spoken really about it before, is. but oh man, I knew it, it. I knew it would be my sort of game, but I just hadn't quite got around to starting. <laughs> but so, it's great. Tell me about your farm. What's it called? Uh, I think it's like Jumblebee Farm or something. I nice. can't remember. Mine is Happy Dino Farm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think it's something I can't remember because you name it right at the start and then it doesn't really ever come up again. Yeah, or so, very rarely. Well, um, I mean, it comes I, I remember, like I remember my animal names. Your animal names? <gasps> yeah. What animals do you have? So, uh, my dog is called Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Good. Um, because yeah, you don't need to justify that. Matt. That was. <laughs> and I, I only have two chickens for now, but one is Hen Solo, and the other is Princess Leia. Yeah, I remember so, you telling me about those, and they are amazing, magical, and I love the them. They're best chickens. They are amazing. <laughs> they don't love me, though. I don't know why. It's you, okay. me... you need to go in every day and right-click I on do. Them. I do. It just takes ages. Yeah, because I was looking up on, like, because it was taking, like, you know, I've had them for, like, quite a few se- a few seasons now. I was like, why isn't it going up? And I looked, and I was like, every time you click, it goes up by, like, 10 or 15 mm. friendship points, and after about 100, it's meant that's meant to be the first half, yeah. and it still hasn't appeared yet. And I'm like, oh, I don't well, think I mean, they like it me. Well, I mean, it helps if you, you need to feed them every day. You need to yep. let them out during the day. Yep. Um, and shut the thing at night. Uh, you need to pet them every day, and also if you like put a heater in there during the winter, yeah, I don't. Love you more. I currently don't have a heater in there. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think that that might be holding you back there. Maybe. But yeah, but, no. Yeah, it's, they're it's pretty great. I think the chickens some... are so cute. Oh, and if you get to like eight hearts with, if so, if you get to become really good friends with Shane, you don't have to romance him. You yeah. get access to a special type of chicken, mm-hmm. and they're I... so lovely. <laughs> I have so many of them. Yeah, no, I'm trying. I'm trying with with Shane, but he's a grumpy butt to start with. I, Every yeah. time you talk to him, he's just like fuck off, and you're like, he oh, really but, is. But yeah. I want to help. I want to be friends. In he's... fairness, that's very much like uh, like our friendship. With you, um, except we're the grumpy ones. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hi, can I help you? And we're like, no. No, we're beyond help. Yeah, we're going to be sad in this pile over here. Aww. And hiss at anything that moves within a six foot radius. <laughs> my, um, my current top friend, I sent you a picture earlier. I accidentally, mm. my top friend at the moment is Linus, the random like caveman oh, tent liver. Person. Caveman tent liver. That's my least yeah. favorite. Well, he lives. Man a, he should live in a cave because he dresses like a caveman, but yeah, he lives but he, in a tent. He so. lives in a tent. Yeah, that's fine. caveman um, tent dweller sounds like it should be a character from Monkey Island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guybrush three one. That's a stupid name. Well, what's your name? Mancomb Seepgood. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Caveman tent liver. <laughs> How appropriate! You fight like a tent. But yeah, so like you can't romance Linus, but who you can no, no, but, you, but that's fine. I don't know. I'm like getting to know them first because like there's there's quite a few, few cool people. Mm-hmm. No, that's so, true. 
There's so many dramatic. There's a lot of there's because you can like romance whoever you want basically out of the like twelve options, mm-hmm. and there's six female and six male. And I'm like, well, yeah, whatever. I'll just see who the nicest person is. Yeah, but yeah, basically, good. most of the guys are a bit weird. Elliot's like a creepy sea-dwelling hermit that just writes romance novels all day. <laughs> okay. He's the yeah. bitch. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. got that far down the romance trees, yeah. honestly. I was going for whatever the purple head. Abigail. Lady. Abigail. Yeah, like she's cool because she's in a, she just banned things and she does gaming things. And, yeah. yeah. She's pretty cool. My initial, nice. my initial aim was Maru, who's the like scientist. Oh, Maru is so cute. Because she's cool. She's so lovely. But also now I want to save Penny because she lives with her grumpy, grumpy mum. Oh, you can do that so. without really... I mean, there's a certain thing you can do uh, kind of like to to help without having to yeah. romance okay. her. So. so, but I mean, you don't romance until the, the last... For those but who don't you, know, you sort of... You give them gifts and talk... If you talk to people, it like bumps their like friendship points up, which is like, you know, an abstraction of their friend level. So the more you talk to them, or if you ignore them for like days on end and don't talk to them, it slowly drops apparently or something. Oh, I haven't encountered that. Um, it's but very yeah. slow, but if you just don't talk to someone for like ages, it will slowly start going down. Okay. But and then you can give them gifts and things, and like some gifts they love. And <laughs> I'm min-maxing the gifts process. It's amazing because yeah, no, everyone do. except with I started off giving because like you can try and learn what people like and what people don't, mm-hmm. but that's a faff. So basically everyone, with the exception of like two or three people, like flowers. And I was like, oh, that's a safe gift. I can just grow they a shit ton of flowers. The majority, all, all of them like, uh, like quite like eggs. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I've learned now. I've run out of flowers. So I was like, okay, I need another universal thing. And it seems like basically everyone likes anything that's an artisan good. So anything mm-hmm. that you make. So any of your jams or pickles or oils or anything. Oh no, anything. everyone but Harvey but- hates pickles. Okay, well, maybe pickles. Like, if you give in... pickles to someone, they will actually spit on you. <laughs> if they're not But in general, people seem to like the artisan goods. Mm-hmm. And you can make... And the cheapest artisan good to make is mayonnaise. So are you just spreading <laughs> so your mayonnaise around town? I'm just wandering town? around town with, like, a sack full of mayonnaise, giving it to basically <laughs> everyone. And everyone's like, oh, you're the best. This is such a nice present. And I'm like, I'm mayonnaise. You're like a mayonnaise-based Santa. <laughs> yeah, That's it's amazing. Terrifying. And cause, I like, think wandering no, like... around the town with a bag full of mayonnaise may, in fact, be the podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a but sack it's great. full of mayonnaise. There's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, a bulging sack of mayonnaise. Oh, which I just oh, go out oh, and man. give indiscriminately. Actually, no, not indiscriminately, because there's like... Four... You can't give your mayonnaise to the children. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like mayonnaise. <laughs> and um, there's a couple of other people. I think it's the like various grumpy teenage boys don't like mayonnaise. Oh god! Like Sebastian is a dick. Yeah, he just doesn't like anything. He no, he doesn't like anything. He's such a dick. Yeah, I feel like I just want him to like. I feel like he could be a good person once he stops being that I'm so cool and brooding thing. Yeah, that's but... so tiresome. Whereas the who's the football playing one? Um, oh, I don't like him at all. He's a complete bellend. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Sam. Sam, maybe. I, I want to say Sam, but yeah, he's like, just like, I... oh, I just bought a new pair of shoes. I threw the old ones away because you know I'm a terrible person. Well, like, I go up because like ugh. I go up and talk to him. Like occasionally, I'll be like, oh no, I, sh- I should try and get to know him. Oh, Alex is his name. Or something? I, whatever. No, there's Alex and Sam. One of them's cool and is in a band and likes Alex, noise music and skateboards. Or is it, yeah, I, think, I can't mm. remember which on Twitch. <laughs> Hang on, I will quickly check because someone will be like, eh. Okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely Alex. And like, every time I kind of like sit there and go, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and talk to, talk to Alex and see how he's doing. 
I, last time that happened, I was like, hey, Alex. And he was like, hey, girl, you own a bikini? You should definitely get into that bikini. And I'm like, okay, okay, now okay, I remember right, why I don't talk to you. <laughs> like, he just talks like, he just Ugh. is such a creep. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, no, don't like this guy. And then there's Haley as well, who is just like, she ends up ignoring you the majority of the time. She's so fucking rude. Oh, yeah, she's kind of the worst as well. She's like, oh, you smell. And I'm like, well, okay, I won't give you my mayonnaise then. <laughs> it's okay, Maybe I'll take that's... my mayonnaise to your sister. How do you think about Maybe that? Maybe it's that you're wandering around on a summer's day with a sack full of mayonnaise. <laughs> a bulging sack no, full of mayonnaise. That's why smell. <laughs> no, the best bit about this game is that crops don't get old. You can keep as many in a random, like, chest as you want and it's fine you, so like drama Matt can have three-year-old mayonnaise busting out of his sack and everyone well, still loves it everyone okay, wants it everyone yeah. wants drama can Mac we move on from drama Mac's mayonnaise? mayonnaise okay my very last point on, on stardew valley is that if you are playing you should befriend linus and his four his, i think it's his four you get like various friendship events as if as you your friendship hearts go up his four heart event is amazing i don't oh, know if you guys got that i think i have yeah he invites you into his tent. It's amazing. Oh god, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like he's just happy because you gave him all that mayonnaise and he wants to pay you back. Yeah, with his mayonnaise. No, that, that'd be weird. Come on, that'd be weird. But yeah, it's a very good game. We'll like, I don't think anyone needs to be told. On. But yeah, we'll have to play some co-op because uh, if you can just open your game up to like multiplayer. Oh yeah, you so... just you just build like a cabin for like yeah. cheap. The thing is, it, it's then... free to build one. Is it? I think so. Like, yeah, if you go, it's to very Robin, cheap, and it's like a, it's like a hundred wood. Or yeah, something. it's like a hundred wood. It's, it's, like, it's like nothing. So, like, I think it's like mainly funded. It's like oh, funded by the Stardew Valley like Friendship Society mm. or something. So, like, yeah. So, if you just want to open your game up, I will come and be a good farm hand for you. Oh, okay. But no, sure. I'm glad you enjoyed it, dude. So yeah, that 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 is my life now. Spreading mayonnaise <laughs> to the masses. Yeah, homemade min maxing that friendship. Min mayo maxing. I'm just going to say, if the next time you come to England, you give us a jar of mayonnaise, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Yeah, I'm not going to be eating that. Disappointed, or would you actually be disappointed if I didn't? Really? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess actually there's there's disappointment to go around mm. whenever you I do. To be fair, so. if you were to give me a gift and it was a jar of mayonnaise, I'd be disappointed because it wasn't the like plastic squeezy bottle, because they're just so much better. That's fair. True, so, true. I'd be disappointed, I, I... but not for the reason you expect. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that's been basically my life. How about you guys? What have you been up to? Wibs, uh, what have you been doing there? Yeah, say again. Wobs, what have you been doing there? <laughs> Do you want to say it at a volume slightly above a whisper? Wobs, what have you been doing? Do you want to say it not weird? I didn't say it weird. Okay, wabbles, what have you been up to? <laughs> Wibbly, wib, bap, bap, bap. What have you been doing? How's your mayonnaise? <laughs> no, my mayonnaise is fine. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, I, I have not been up to that much, honestly. In, not regarding mayonnaise, at least. In, in the last couple of weeks. Largely because of being ill. Very ill. Um, Deathly ill. Or spending a lot of time painting a single fucking miniature for a competition. <laughs> Wait, how long did it take a, you? A you? I don't even want to speculate how long it took me. <laughs> I would say it took him 20 plus hours. I don't know if it's 20 plus hours. It so, is. Oh, I don't even want to speculate. I speculate wildly. No, actually, I think it's more... Okay. Make <laughs> I, up your mind. Okay, I think if I, was, if I was going to put it to like a five hour increment, it was probably like 15 hours. I'm not a very fast painter, so to do that level of detail takes me a long ass time. Yeah, but it's so good. Um, so yeah, I haven't got much done. Although, um, Shanus uh, rather kindly... Um, Gifted us mega mega aquarium, 
uh, which is a game... Speaking of car charadans. Speaking of car charadans, which is an aquarium building game. No. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. there's, um, there's you in that game. There's also Tracer Hair. You get, like, people wandering around in your aquarium, and, like, occasionally he's pulled me over and been like, hey, look, does this hairstyle remind you of Tracer? And I'm like, yeah, because it's literally Tracer's hair. And then there was one where he was this, 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 like, a white beardy guy with brown hair was stood in the corner, and he was like, oh, shit, in me. In, like, a burgundy hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> like, with wait. a side parting. And it's like, hey, that's me. <laughs> and then there was a, a grey-haired woman that looked remarkably like you as well. Yeah, so... I think it's all just randomly selected from, like, a pool of things. It absolutely like, yeah. is, but, I mean, it's just, I guess we're just super generic. We are we are generic, so we are made by uh, these automatic systems. But anyway, um, Mega Aquarium is a pretty neat little game. Um, can you have aquariums in it? You can indeed. Can you have it's, mega aquariums in it? It's a little abstracted, so your aquarium exists in kind of a, an empty void. Oh. So you don't see the outside, you just can expand. Uh, I, I presume there is a limit to how far you can expand. Oh, but only... so it's like working in retail. Y- yes, basically you exist. <laughs> There's nothing in... beyond those four walls. Yeah, basically. Oh. Um, and you, you know, you you have to make the tanks, um, you know, attach all the filters and heaters and things, and get things to the right temperature and right filtration level for the fish you want to put in there. You have to make sure that like the fish have the requirements they need. Like some of them need places to hide. Same. <laughs> so you have to make little, you put little <laughs> caves in there for them, or some of them. Like they can only, they can only be what like the single one of them in the tank. Oh, like the fighting fish. Or yeah, like those but fish that nip other fins. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Um, and some fish will grow. Some will eat things below a certain level. Some of them are armored, so even if they're small, they don't get eaten. Oh God! Just oh, this boy is too crunchy. I'm uh, leaving him alone. And, and so, and yeah, each of these things require different foods and stuff. So you have to hire staff and put in all the the food and stuff, and you have to like achieve various things how, in each level how big is this fish tank that you need staff to fill it, fill it with food there's multi it's an aquarium it's not one fish tank yeah that's what uh, an aquarium is it's a okay. big fish tank that's why it's called mega aquarium not mega fish tank okay but like aquarium is literally just a big fish tank no, an aquarium is generally multiple fish tanks no, I, just, I, 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 I was thinking when he said aquarium I thought just one fish tank yeah I'm probably wrong I'm not saying I'm right but that's what I thought <laughs> But, I'm probably wrong, and I am saying I'm right. It's one big fucking fish tank. It's that not. People dump buckets and buckets of chum into every day, and the fish just get on with it. I, I haven't actually unlocked uh, anything like a shark yet. Because oh, uh, it takes quite a while to beat each level, I found out. Um, so it's one of those sort of games, you'll sit there and you'll be playing, and you'll go, oh, wow, I've spent like two hours on this level. Okay, Jesus. Uh, oh, okay. That happened. Um <laughs> I mean, as as you know, being people who have been recently playing Stardew Valley, um, yeah. losing hours of your life and not really noticing it. Absolutely. Yep. And enjoying every minute of it. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's a fun little game. I've obviously not got super far into it. I'm on like the fourth level. Um, and since... Your brain wanted to say the fourth island. Because <laughs> yeah, let's go set up shop on an island and just put an aquarium there. You could do. You hey guys, do. there's some fish. It's like we're literally surrounded by fish. Hey. <laughs> But um, he's a tall fish. But yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty neat little game. I I can't remember how much it costs, but it is pretty cool. Hmm. And I wish I had more to say about it. But if you like stuff like Roller Coaster Tycoon, I was about to say, of, is it like sort of Roller Coaster Tycoon esque yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, it, it's one of those sort of like yeah, yeah. sim management oh, games. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, uh, have a look at it. Um, see if it's the sort of thing you'd be interested in. 
it does seem that due to the fact that um, once you've got like more than one type of fish in a tank, and if they have like different requirements, there is quite a bit of depth in making an interesting tank. Because hmm. um, there's a lot of fish that you can't really display. So can you put like salt water in with fresh water and just have like a really powerful and weirdly like strange like filtration system? So the left side is salt water, the right side is fresh water? That would be cool. No, because I do not believe that is physically possible. <laughs> what? It's video games, Matt, okay? <laughs> uh, I've not actually... Having, like, like, having a weird void like with a, cem- a cemetery and aquarium in it. Why <laughs> 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 went cemetery? Well, you well, do like, get those little tombstone things that you can put in the bottom of fish tanks. You do. So... Every time we go into the local pets at home, I always eye up all of the fish tank like stuff because they have like cow skull like ornaments. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want that on my coffee table. It looks amazing. Um, I mean, I have made tanks that I accidentally put in a fish that was too big, and it did just eat all of the smaller ones, so in a way it's a graveyard. Mm. It does give you like an autopsy report afterwards of like, oh yeah, oh all of your fish got fucking eaten. Is that is that all it says? Is all your fish got eaten, you dumb shit? Basically, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, I'm getting along with that. It seems like a pretty cool game. I will probably report back uh, next time and say if it holds up once I've played a bit more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, only other thing I really have to mention is uh, a couple of minor things about books that I have read. What books have you gone and read? Uh, I finished the second Aftermath book, uh, Star Wars Aftermath book, which I think were the first books in the new like oh, nice um, expanded universe stuff. Uh, what's the second one called? Life Debt. That's what it's called. We said Life Death. Um, and it's about. It's mostly about um, going to Kashyyyk and freeing Chewbacca because he'd been captured. Silly Wookie. Um, and I will say I liked it better than the first one. Um, the first one got a bit meandering at times and went on for a while. Um, but this one was a bit better. It's still really long. And it's one of those things where you're reading it and you're going, this is really long and it's kind of a slog to read through, but I don't know what they could remove. Mm. Um, but that that was interesting. It did... Uh, what was it? Uh, there was a character in it who, when describing Han Solo, said, given the opportunity, she would mount him like a turret. Well, and then fire projectiles out of him and take down like aircraft. Yeah, it was a it was a sentence that's that got, a weird sex thing. I it, it got it's a sentence that got wedged in my brain for it's just a, a weirdness, you know. It's like oh, if I ever met Han Solo, I'd use him <laughs> to brush my teeth. <laughs> it's that kind yeah. of like what? See, all it makes me think is that it means that Han Solo has impressive. Projectiles. Range? Distance? I don't know of something that he can project oh, out of his body. Oh, he has projectiles at about 300 feet per second. Oh, well, you see, in the... Oh, in, Hollow in, points, they fragment on impact. In in Legends material, uh, oh. Han Solo uh, is known f- that actually his penis was eaten oh. by the Sarlacc. Oh, no. That's the thing that eats penises of Han Solo. <laughs> and he had it replaced with a droid penis. He did, because they have... They have dongers. And he accidentally has the pressure set too high quite often. Oh, it's like a in, shower head. In Legends material, uh, there was quite a lot of masturbation scenes. Oh, yeah. Especially featuring Han Solo. Ex- explicitly I, I, featuring I'm, Han Solo. I'm not actually. entirely sure if you're being serious. Uh, there's, there's one... Listen and learn, youngin. There's one where um, him and uh, Darth Bane 
uh, have wank off. Oh, yeah. uh, to see who can fire furthest. Darth Bane doesn't realize because it's got it's got like the skin sleeve, you mm-hmm. know, that yeah. like um, yeah. Luke's hand has mm-hmm. got. Yeah. Han Solo's mechanical penis mm-hmm. has a skin sleeve. It, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so Darth Bane doesn't realize yeah. that it's, it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. And so he basically goes, "Or I, I give up the dark side." When he is beaten by Han Solo, who fires his uh, uh, ejaculate uh, three thousand feet. Yeah, so we can we can wow. confirm hand shot okay. first. Hand shot. Hey. hey. Good. Someone's probably going to be mad because I don't actually remember what era, what era Darth Bane exists in. Like Darth so Bane is a terrible mad. name. It is. I feel like it might as well be like Darth Gary or something. What do you mean like Darth? <laughs> to be fair, I prefer Darth Gary to Darth Icky or Darth Sidious. Yeah. Or fucking right. like all these other terrible names. There's some know. there's some bad names in the old e, uh, the old EU. It has to be said, um, but no, none of that is is true. That's, all of it is um, true. That is in that fan fiction I'm writing. That is uh, <laughs> basically like one of the lies you would tell. Yeah, um, Matt, stop telling lies. <laughs> I don't tell lies. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, the, uh, life debt's alright. Uh, I will get round to reading uh, Empire's End, which I think is the last one. Yeah. At some point. Because um, I just want to see how that trilogy ends. Um, however, the Empire apparently. I started reading a different book, uh, which is a bad thing that I did. I started reading Dawn of War. Ah, uh, yes, uh, we were sent that. The other notoriously bad by C.S. Goto. Yes, all the multi-lasers and backflips. You know, I haven't encountered a single backflip or a multi-laser yet. Honestly, then what's the point of reading that? And I'm about 150 pages through the book, and it's like 400 I remember we were in bed one night when you were reading it, and you turned over and pointed at a fucking phrase, which was like, yes, they stood there and realised that this was the dawn of war. Yeah, they do name drop, yeah. I really wanted to throw the book out the fucking window. It's pretty bad. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Although, I will say... um, now I haven't read the full thing yet, so I I'm, I assume it will annoy me in new and interesting ways. But <laughs> so far, I do not believe the book is anywhere near as bad as its reputation leads you to think it is. However, what I will say is that what Dawn of War the novel is is it's a novel that is the exact level of quality you would assume Black Library books are if you hadn't have read one. So it's not very good. Okay. So you would assume it's basically if 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 like you have never read a Black Library book, and someone came up to you and said, "Oh, by the way, there are novels about that Warhammer thing that all the weird people go into." You know that Games Workshop store. Um, yeah, uh, there's novels about that, and how a person would assume the quality that that's written to. That's what Dawn of War is. So it's kind of it's not great, but it's basically just the same as any other. Like, like expanded universe kind of, stuff because yeah. most expanded universe stuff is terrible. Speaking as someone who's read like multiple uh, X Men novels, can confirm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about it's. I mean, it's uh, maybe it's better than those X Men novels you've got, but that's... I think a kick of the fucking nards is better than the books <laughs> I've got. What is that? The Cosmic Cube stuff? Yeah, it's uh, the Chaos Engine. Chaos Engine. Trilogy. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where there's a character in it who, about a quarter of the way through a book, uh, changes names. It's not even that. It's literally in the first quarter, first third of the book. This guy whose name is, let's just say his name is Jim. He's like a, a one of Doctor Doom's lackeys. I thought it was one of the Red Skull's lackeys. I can't remember. Whatever. It's like, it's because there's like big, there's like three big bad guys. Like yeah. the Red Skull and Doctor Doom are a couple of them. Um, and like, like the big bad is talking to, to Jim the lackey. 
And then you turn the page and it goes, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so said this. And then it goes, oh yes, David nodded in agreement. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Halfway through like a scene, <laughs> the, the writer just changed this guy's name. And he is like Dave from then on. Yeah, it took a while. Is, so you're sitting there flipping back and forth going, is there, fucking, is there a third character here? What the fuck? Did How I long just, has he did been I here? Did zone out? What's going on? No. Where did, where did Jim go? Yeah, no, no. It's just Jim decided to change his name mid-fucking conversation <laughs> with his boss. Uh, yeah, Either I mean, that or maybe that the, the writer was trying to put across that they, they are so detached from their lackeys that they just assign them random names. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see? That's a no prize they don't deserve. <laughs> now I have to explain what a no prize is, but I'm not going to do that. Fucking That's Google fine. it. It's a comic book thing. You but, probably wouldn't understand. But anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll read through the rest of Dawn of War and maybe it'll find uh, ways that will make me think that it is absolutely terrible. Um, but from what I've read so far, it's just fine. It's nothing great. Um, it does do minor things that are very law not friendly that would annoy people who really care about that kind of stuff. But I've sort of mellowed so much <laughs> like, on. For instance, the sort of people willing to buy books around the already quite well, niche yeah. game. Well, <laughs> I, I know. I think it probably would annoy me more if I knew, if I cared more about Eldar because there's a lot of stuff about Eldar that I've like read and I'm going. I'm pretty oh, sure that's not true. Those Eldar and their multi lasers. Yeah, so there's stuff like, um, like there's regular Eldar guardians that have, Eldar that, that have like the <laughs> stuff from other aspects, aspects they've been. So like one of them has like a striking scorpion's helmet and stuff, and one has the howling banshee's helmet still, and it's like I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to keep those. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. And it's one of those things I don't know much about it. Like the things that I read and go, I'm not sure if that's true. Don't know enough about that to dispute that. Yeah, I don't know enough about it to dispute it because mm. Eldar's like one of the things in 40k that I just have never really, to. never really paid too much attention yeah. to. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of like little things with the Space Marines that like you're like, I'm not sure that's that doesn't sound right. Well, they go to like McDonald's. What's your problem? Uh, they are also, um, do you remember in the intro of Dawn of War, because it is, broadly speaking, a retelling of the, the events of the game. I just want game. to do the shouting, but yeah. No, don't do the shouting. I, 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 I told you so that I, I wouldn't okay, do good. the shouting. Um, but you know the guy in the, the start of the first mission, Brom, his name is, the uh, the Imperial-like officer who shoots a couple of his own men for running away. Because, of course. Because that's, that's just the what Imperium. Um, in the story, in the actual novel... All of the Marines are a massive twat to him. For no reason. Well, I mean... They're all just super dismissive of any of his concerns and just tell him to fuck off when he's got, like, a a relevant thing. And you're like, you know, I like Gabriel Angelos way less in this book than I do in the game. Because he's he's way more of a dick, as is... What's his name? Isidore is the librarian's name? I always forget his name. Can't remember. But yeah, that... Everyone's just kind of a dick to poor old Brom, and I feel sorry for him. Yeah. Also, um, it it does do this thing that always annoys me in, in 40k fiction. When a section is written from the perspective of humans, or Eldar, or anything that's not orcs. Yeah. And they talk about orc things using the orc names oh, for Oh yes, them. there's an orc truck spelled with two k's. Yeah, so, ah, yes, the... Uh, the boy was reaching for his big shooter. Like, 
No, the orc was, was reaching for its weapon. Was, you know, and you, you say that, it's a bit like how in, in the heresy books, I, they barely ever even call them orcs, they call them greenskins. Which I love. And they don't ever say what they're, they, don't, like, they never say what orcs are saying, because what in the games you interpret as, like, football hooligan talk... Well, is actually, fair, that's probably how they talk in their own language that yeah, no that's, one can understand, really. Like, that's them speaking their own language, yeah. like, orcs. It's like in MGS3 how the entire game is in Russian, but it's in English for ease of viewing. Because it's explicitly stated that um, not all orcs speak gothic. Um, I think it's um, very few of them do. Like, I think blood axes occasionally learn to speak no gothic. Well, don't they trade with humans? They will, they will, they'll occasionally trade and then betray them. And maybe because work orcs. for them, and then betray them. Yeah. Because <laughs> orcs. But yeah, so uh, having having actual, like, marines, ref- like, their internal dialogue referring to orc things by their orc names just always seems really weird to me. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah, I get what you mean. It's a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I always feel that you should just refer to them when you're... If you're from the orcs' perspective, then you can refer to them by the orc names. But if you're from the marines' perspective, don't do that because it just it it makes the whole thing seem childish, you know. I mean, orcs yeah. are pretty childish, but they I are mean, kind of the comic relief of the setting. Yeah. So. Um, but if you're trying to tell a bit more of a serious story, then maybe veer away from that. And you can totally like orcs can totally be scary if you don't use that stuff. Oh yeah, no. Because um, when you get right down to it, there are a giant genocidal race who stinky not, mushroom boys who are impossible to stop will constantly be breeding and they live to fight you so they and they're literally just green football hooligans yeah they'll kill they'll kill you because that's fun to them and that's enough of a reason uh they'll wage entire war on your entire race for that reason alone like they can be written as scary yeah, basically tories <laughs> Definitely UKIP voters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, any- but anyway, yeah. Uh, I'll-, I'll read through the rest of the book, and uh, presumably next time I'll say, actually, at the end, it got super shit. I agree with every bad thing everyone, anyone's ever said about it. Yeah. It's destroyed my life. Childhood ruined. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe that there's a woman in Star Wars. Oh, I, if know. I hear one more person go, oh my god, childhood ruined, I will literally walk to wherever they are, pull out their tongue... And make them lick their own eyes, and then make them eat their horrible eyeball juice-covered tongue. It's a bit extreme, but... Um, I am so fucking fair, sick of this. It's like, oh, this this thing has slightly changed. Childhood ruined. It's like, if, if that one thing predicated a decent childhood to you, you had it pretty good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> also, just because She-Ra is, like, a new thing doesn't mean that your childhood is ruined. Yeah. Because no one liked She-Ra, you fuck. But whatever, I'm gonna stop complaining about everything. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to talk about. Um, cool. So, Snipe, what have you been doing apart from being very ill, like me? Ah, oh, apart from being very ill and hanging out with friends, very much, so much. You've done fuck all, haven't you? Ah, it's been a tough couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ill, and mental health has been a little bit bit shonky. And yeah. I've been I've been weirdly ill in different ways because apparently I can't just be healthy anymore. Maybe it's the gummy bear like breakfast burrito I made. I don't know. Probably not. No man can say. Is that a real thing? What gummy bear breakfast burrito? Yeah. It's a breakfast burrito, Matt. It's I don't think not... it's meant to have gummy bears in. 
Okay, but like, if you put it in a burrito and, and you have it at breakfast, anything can be a breakfast. Uh, sh- she but- didn't actually eat this, by the way. No, I've just okay. decided that this is a thing. I just I felt know. that needed to be mentioned. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> that I can you- mention like having like fruit roll-ups wrapped around gummy bears, call it a breakfast burrito, and you honestly don't know if I actually ate that or not. Let's just say you cultivate an aura about yourself. It's gummy bear breakfast burrito. Anyway, what have you actually been doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've been playing a shitload of WoW. I finally unlocked the Lightforged Draenei and Void Elves. Nice. Loving my Lightforged Draenei, by the way. Although I have that boost left over when I bought Battle for Azeroth, that if you use a boost on one of these allied races, it means you can't unlock Legacy Armor because Blizzard are fucking dicks. Well, no, no, no. Because... The people in charge of Blizzard are fucking dicks and will literally just try and milk as much playtime out of you as possible. Wow, yeah. So it's annoying. So I just went, nah, fuck it, I'm boosting anyway, I don't give a shit. So I'm leveling leveling a Lightforged Draenei on, on my RP server and I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, ooh, when Longfang was here, we binge-watched Castlevania Season 2 on Netflix. Oh, that yeah. is amazing. Yes. It's oh, very, very good. It is so good. I was worried about it not being anywhere near as good as the first season, but it is so much better. Because it's actually not in the weird kind of one hour and a half, like, almost pilot season. Yeah, it had like eight episodes, I think. It had eight episodes, which could have honestly all just been put into one, like, feature-length movie. (laughs) And it would have probably flowed better. But no, the acting is still fucking top-notch. The writing is still fantastic. The characters still so much chemistry. They have so much individuality to them. It's just, you know, like... Peter Stormare is in it. Peter Stormare. He eats and fucks boats. <laughs> and that's just Peter Stormare, not the character he's playing. <laughs> he, he plays a, a character called Godbrand. And he's all like, I eat and fuck boats! I mean, he doesn't actually say that. It's it's, it's like a char- like the way you're introduced <laughs> to the character is someone saying to him, it's like, look, Godbrand, if you can't eat it, eat it, fuck it, or make a boat out of it, you're not interested in it. And he kind of turns to everyone else and goes, what? I'm a Viking. I like boats. Because <laughs> he's a Viking vampire. Yeah. He's... A vamp king. Vamp. Vampire. Vampire. Don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> no. It's too late. I'm hurt. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, few new characters being introduced. Um, obviously, like, Mild spoilers for the first season. If you haven't seen it already, please do. For the next ten seconds, I'm going to be spoiling something. At the end of the first season, Alucard appears, and it's just it's just Alucard, Cipher, and Trevor, fucking going through season two, being awesome and having some amazing chemistry, and just the ending is season two. Honestly, I wanted to cry. It was so fucking perfect and bittersweet. And like I, I love I love the writing in it because even the most evil character, you can kind of see where they're coming from. Apart from there is one character called Isaac, who I personally think is amazing, but I know that uh, Long Fang had a bit of trouble with his motivations. But I mean, which which are valid. But I was still like, nah, I still really like the guy. So they they really do cool. an interesting job of taking characters that are ostensibly evil and giving reasons for why they are the way they are so, it's not so you just, understand them even yeah, if you don't agree it's with not them, just yeah. i'm going to be an evil mustache twirling villain because because i just am everyone kind of has their own agenda and their own reason for doing what they do and it doesn't feel forced it feels natural and it's just oh it's so good and it's funny uh, oh it's just fantastic 
It's, yes. it's gory as fuck as well, again. Because, I mean, the first one was pretty gory too, I guess. Uh, what I also appreciate is how uh, if you are someone that, that likes the Castlevania game series, uh, you will constantly be noticing the little things they're referencing from the the games. I like, mean, hell, was it the... like uh, Leon Belmont? Yeah, he's from. He, he was referenced yeah. in there. Yeah, uh, well, they go to like a place where there's a bunch of like artifacts and stuff, and you're looking in the background and go, "Well, that's just one of the fucking weird snake dragon things." <laughs> like, oh, that's just there's just holy water on the shelf there. Yeah. Like, oh, there's the weird little cross thing that they throw. Is important question that everyone wants to know the answer to. Mm? Is there wall chicken? No. They do find no. kind of. Kind of. Kind it's not, of? It's I not mean, to ch- be fair, in the, the actual game, it's not wall chicken. It's a pork chop, I It's a pork chop. Um, okay, but it's not it wall pork. Like... <laughs> um, wall pork. But I think that is that is referenced by finding uh, a hidden item in a wall. Yeah. So. it's but... Yeah, there's a lot of subtle reference in there to kind of prove that the writers know their source material really quite closely. Yeah. Which is... Another reason why I love it so much. They actually have, like, during one of the big fights, uh, they have the music from Symphony of the Night in the background as well, which is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I'm I'm more of a Castlevania, like, one and three guy. You're a bit of a purist, yeah. Um, I, that's just the ones that I like more uh, more than, like, the later, mm. like, Metroidvania-style ones. Um, but I do appreciate that, yeah, they, they were referencing a lot, of, a lot of old things, but not, like, really making it tedious. Just there were little things in the background for the people that would Yeah, they weren't them. literally just, like, shining a spotlight on it and going, Ah! Ah! Remember from the video game? Yeah, it all made sense in the context <laughs> of the show. Yeah. It's just, if you knew what they were kind of nodding to, then it's just like, ooh, ooh, that's the cool thing. Yeah, so no, it's, it's fucking fantastic. Can recommend. Uh, not much else I can say without spoiling everything about it. So just go watch it. So just go watch it, yeah. Can recommend, it's great. And it's also, like, when Trevor is being shit, he's basically my D&D character, Nathan. Yeah. Because he's, <laughs> he's a drunk idiot. <laughs> so that's always fun to see as well. Um, so on the uh, topic of anime, I also, I also watched a few episodes of a different one called Samurai Champloo. Not shampoo, it's champoo. <laughs> shampoo. Shampoo. <laughs> Is there any good reason why it's called champloo? Because that's not a word, I don't believe. I... Okay, it's anime. What do you okay, want from fair, me? Okay, fair, <laughs> yeah, that fair. Is, yeah, that's yeah, all the reason it want. needs. Yeah. Um, I was super into the first episode, which is kind of like really weird, actually, because all the music is like hip-hop. <laughs> so it's like it takes place in like Edo period in Japan. But it's like it starts off with a disclaimer in like you know that graffiti kind of font. It's like oh the historic the, the, like this is not a uh, completely historically accurate portrayal of Edo era <laughs> Japan. And you're like well I mean it's anime so I didn't expect it but thank you. And then the next title card pops up in the same text. It's like yeah like like you care whatever just sit back and watch the show. And I'm like oh no. The show mm. came out in like 2006, I believe. It feels like remember, it came out in the 90s. It's that fucking cringe. I remember looking it up for you and like yeah. going, yeah. It's, yeah. it's from a while back, so that's some of it's quite yeah. dated. Yeah, so it's like, like the intro is just like bad rap. It's not good. Like, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of rap music anyway, but I know what I, like, I know. It was not good. I think it would be something that would probably be better in its natural context, but as a theme tune, work. it was very flat, and it was just kind of like okay. And uh, like the basic story is the there's two separate samurai, 
Well, there's like a Ronin, and there's another guy who just acts like a samurai. I don't know if he is. Well, he's like the scruffy dude called Mugen, and then there's the fancy samurai Ronin called Jin, and there's the the girl waitress called Fu, and they upset like the like uh, like Mugen the scruffy boy. He upsets the local lord and. I actually posted a tweet about it because it fucking made me pissed off so much. Because it was it was doing pretty well. I was quite into it because it was just it's just a bit freaky and weird. And the, like the action scenes are good. They're quite violent, but I kind of dug that because you know I'm I'm one of them filthy millennials who likes violence and stuff. <laughs> yes, that's a millennial trait. Yes, apparently. But yeah, and then like 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 Fu is like oh yeah you have to promise to help me find the samurai that smells of sunflowers and they're like okay we promise if you get us out of like get us off death row and she does and then they they kind of like leave and like literally Fu's personality is remember the promise I made you that's literally her personality like she it's like I mean I think all anime suffers from this to a greater or lesser extent of just characters being archetypes instead of really having a personality I think, to be fair, I think that's re- that occurs in most media. It's no, just... you're right. I'm being unfair to anime. It's just I think I really notice it in anime. Because whenever I try and watch an anime, it's not usually one someone recommends me because like, everyone knows the, the, the great ones. And even like, like Sailor Moon was like, the new one is really bad for it. Sailor Moon Crystal is really mm. bad because it's a lot more like the, the, the manga, which it was literally Sailor Venus likes boys. Um, Sailor Mars... Uh, is a shrine maiden, and that was basically where the personalities ended. Mm. So yeah, but no, it's just it's it's got that horrible kind of thing, and obviously you know the the Ronin is like he's wearing glasses and he's like the the glass adjuster like archetype of characters where he's like really good but he's like really straight laced and like really serious. And then there's the scruffy guy who's just always getting into fights because he's a scruffy boy and like being rude and stuff. And, like, so they leave town. Uh, Fu gets really drunk, and they basically carry her on a wagon. And the scruffy guy's looking down at her, and he's like, Huh, stupid broad, I'm gonna rape you. And I was like, oh, okay. Is this uh, um... is this what we're doing? Because that's really fucking gross. Yeah. And I've just basically gone, well, I, I literally, like, suddenly grayed out. I can never like that character, ever. Because that is so fucking gross. Didn't didn't like the next because like, didn't you watch it for like an episode after it and the next one was all about stuff in a brothel so it was it just wall to wall. Literally, it was just like yeah. oh, if you're a woman because like any any kind of like stuff, any kind of uh, problems in this this show time period, whatever it's trying to say is if you're a woman, everyone is going to sexually assault you, like every single person. Like oh yeah, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to sneak in to bust out these two samurai. And, of course, the guy there is a fucking rapist. And it's like, okay, um... Right. Okay, I, I can understand, like, maybe a couple of people being really gross, but, like, literally every fucking person. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, this woman is being disobedient. Chuck her in the brothel. Like, the slave brothel. And it's like, um... Right. Is that the only thing you've got? Yeah, I think... Okay, really? It it sounds like it's it's got that problem where even if what they're doing is, um, say, accurate to the time period, which it's set in, given the the wider context of the anime doesn't have a great track record um, Mm. with this kind of stuff, 
it makes it it makes seem, it even more uncomfortable. It makes it a honestly. bit more uncomfortable than if it was just a random show that just happened to have this stuff in it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just like after that point, I was just kind of like, okay, this is. I'm gonna try because maybe that's what the story needs. Maybe because you know something you can have uncomfortable things in your story. It's just I'm not gonna cheer on a guy who literally thinks that like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna rape this girl. That's fine. I'm not gonna be on that guy's side. And he, not even in an anti-hero way. It's like, no, he's just a fucking cunt. Just gonna say it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll keep pushing through. And then it's just, they bump into a woman who's got her tatters basically hanging out. And she's all like, hi there. I'm massively overly sexual. Uh, do you want to do a fuck? I literally did a tweet on this. And the, like the scruffy guy's like, yes, I am going to do a big fuck with you, even though I have escaped the death penalty, and the local guy is desperate to catch me and kill me because I left him without an arm. I can't see a problem with this. Let's go do a big old fuck. So she's like, okay, I'll get my tatters out and then do a big fuck with you. And then she spits a bunch of poison in his mouth, and she's like, God, you are such a fucking idiot. And he's like, who could have thought... This woman who literally just approached me in the woods with her tits hanging out was going to hurt me. Oh, no. And then he has to fight this big guy who's like, apparently he's so hideously ugly. He's literally just like got a milky eye and like is big and half of his face has a bit of a burn on it. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like and he, of course, likes Fu, who's been kidnapped because, of course, she fucking has. And it's like. Oh, no, I'm not going to hurt the girl because she was the only person who saw past my hideous exterior. And it's like, it's, what? No. You're just a big bald guy with a fucking glass eye. That reminds me, one day I, I should watch uh, that movie Beastly. Oh, you mean, I was like, oh, you, like, I'm so ugly and terrible because I'm pale, skinny, and I have tattoos. Yeah, it was it was a reinterpretation of Beauty and the Beast, except the guy just had, like, facial piercings a couple of scars, and some tattoos. Speaking of someone who has facial piercings, a good few scars, and some tattoos, fuck that movie. (laughs) Apparently I'm the most hideous creature. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it's like, I I was like way more disappointed with it than anything else, because it's like, the fight scenes were fantastic, the art style is really good, and you know, I was kind of digging it, and then it started getting really gross with like, that kind of stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. It can um, put a sour taste in yeah, your mouth. Yeah, so I've I honestly lost count of the amount of anime I've started. Like, there was one which is like, takes place at, like, this special, like, super school. Because every anime, like, nearly every anime takes place in a fucking school. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's, like, this brother and sister. And they're, like, really close. And, the, like, the sister basically starts, like, basically, like, rubbing up against him. And he's all like, no, what can you do when your sister's so sexually, like, attracted to you? And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. fuck this. Yeah, that's, like, the number one. This makes one... me feel physically sick. That's the number <laughs> one way to make me check out of an anime in seconds is, oh, brother and sister who kind of want to fuck. Like, yeah, it's, and, like, <laughs> the, the, what really fucks me up about it is, I mean, I think incest is one of the most disgusting things in the fucking world anyway. Honestly, it makes me feel physically ill just talking about it. And, like, they get to school and all of his friends are mocking him, going, ha-ha, your sister wants to sit on your face. That's so funny. You're silly sister. And he's like, oh, stop it, guys. And it's like, no. I would literally remove their teeth, grind them up into a powder, (laughs) trick them into thinking it was some kind of fucking narcotic, make them snort it, and then tell them they snorted their own fucking teeth. 
you know... It's fucking disgusting. You know, I'm feeling <laughs> that you've got some things you're working through, given the elaborate nature of these things that you're coming out with today. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just really feel... angry about incest anime. Yeah, I think you should probably move on to another topic. Yeah, so yeah, I wouldn't recommend Samurai Champloo, even though it has a very fun name, where it just looks like somebody just couldn't be asked to spell shampoo correctly. Like they, ty- they typoed <laughs> it really badly and just went, ah, it's fine. Fuck yeah. it. That's fine. It's better than like Herbal Essences yeah, for Samurais fine. or whatever the fuck they were thinking. Uh, I've been playing a new game. Well, yes. I played a new game. Uh, when Longfang was over, we played. We streamed some Resident Evil Revelations Two. Oh yes, which is actually a lot of fun. I really like that game. Mm. Uh, we tried to stream it like a couple of weeks prior, but it doesn't. It only has local co-op because this is a game that's come out in two thousand and two. <laughs> Apparently, that's the worst part about it. Is that fucking uh. shit? But no, like um. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, if anyone's, anyone has been living under a rock or doesn't care about Revelations or Resident Evil, rather, yeah, yeah, yeah not drama Matt here. He knows <clears> he's, <throat> he has an intimate, intimate knowledge about Resident Evil. Frighteningly intimate, sexually intimate. Just, just yeah. I'll remind everyone. But just for else, everyone else, just everyone remind knows, ev- apart from everyone because he's terrible. Um, Resident Evil Revelations Two is you. It's kind of like an episodic uh, adventure two player because that just seems to be what Resident Evil is doing now, excluding Seven. Um, it's it was made after Resident Evil Six, which you can tell because they fucking learned. They learned what not to do because Jesus Christ was <laughs> six awful. Well, they learned to just put Barry Burton in things and that makes yeah, them better. Yeah, yeah. Barry Burton's in it. It's great. But um, the way it goes, it's a fragmented kind of story system. And like in the way that like the old games would work where you had like Claire A, Leon B or whatever. So, uh, which is basically like a lot of asset reuse. So there's a lot of backtracking. The way they do that now is the first team goes in. So you have Claire and Moira Burton. Oh, sorry, Moira Burton, the way she says her name. Which is Barry Burton's daughter. They're on this island, they make their way through, they solve a bunch of puzzles, they get out to a different point. Then the next session is Barry arriving at the island six months later, and he ha- he basically bumps into like this ten-year-old girl called Natalia. And then you- he goes and he looks for Moira, because you sent out like a distress signal in the last in, in the Claire campaign. And every character, like every like each of the campaigns, they have their own kind of quirks, the play style. So Claire and Moira, Moira refuses to use firearms. Like she just won't use guns. So she's like the torch handler. So she can, she can like she gets like a crowbar where she can kind of defend herself in a very rudimentary kind of fashion. But Claire is basically she's point man. She's got all the guns. I played Claire and it was awesome. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it was fair for Longfang to play Moira, seeing as that's the most Scottish woman's name available. <laughs> and, yeah, you just work your way through and, like, like Moira will light up, like, like she can find hidden objects and stuff like that. And, and, like, so you kind of walk around with, like, Moira being completely defenseless and you kind of keeping, keeping her, like, check on her back and she'll point out certain items to you and maybe there's only certain things that she can do because she has a crowbar and, and, like, you know... Like one of them, will, like like Mora will be picking a lock and you'll be guarding it. It's like that kind of thing. It's a real kind of a lot of interesting teamwork. Asymmetrical involved. co-op. Asymmetrical would be, I guess, co-op. A way of putting it. Yeah, which I think this game does perfectly. Mm. So with Barry and Natalia's camp, obviously, like Natalia is an eleven-year-old girl, so she doesn't use any firearms. But she has this really cool ability, where 
when she's crouching, she can see like a mist, which is basically a monster. Like she can see monsters through walls. Mm. As ba- like I, I think Barry's like was the probably the most fun asymmetrical gameplay of the game, where like you have like your friend crouching and basically they'll point out like okay, I can see there's a monster behind that door. I don't you don't know where it's facing. It's just like a weird like puff of mist to mm. kind of signify that there is a monster there. It's orange standard and it's red if they're aggroed. Um, there's actually a really fucking cool point, which was so tense and awesome, where there's just invisible enemies. So, like, you pop out in the field, and you see a thing on, on a roof, and you pull out a gun, and it's just not there anymore. And you're like, oh, shit. Now, these things are instant kills. So if you walk into one, you are dead. That's it. You have to restart at your checkpoint. So we're both, like, kind of basically crawling through the grass... And, like, Longfang's keeping an eye out for these things. He'll spot one, and he'll be like, okay. And then, basically, we we hide in the grass, and I just sit there and line up a shot. And it's so tense. Because I have, like... Because you, like, for your more powerful weapons, like most games, you don't have much ammo. So I've got my rifle out, and I'm just trying to zero it with kind of, like, figuring out where Longfang is actually pointing and... And like that kind of thing. So you're trying to like, you're kind of like clambering over each other, trying to be quiet. And then you take the shot and it's down and you're like, oh, thank fuck. There was one really tense one because you fight them basically in like a really enclosed apartment building, which is the worst, best thing ever. (laughs) So like I pop round and like there's one on the other side of this door and I open it and it just starts charging us and I just unload and I just manage to take it down as it reaches us and it basically falls onto us it was so fucking intense <laughs> it was amazing I was just like shit this is great it, it, from what you've told me about it it does sound like as you say they learnt a lot of lessons from what didn't work from the co-op of Resi 6 which was honestly the majority of it well yeah <laughs> Or just Ada's campaign, because holy fuck, I could um, cry, it's so terrible. But no, it does sound like, yeah, like I say, the idea of, of um, co-op where you both have very different so you find abilities. Out and you, you, yeah, you find out how you mesh with each other and play to your strengths. I think it's, it's it gives a nice kind of underlying level of tactics. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting idea that... Um, would be a lot nicer if it had like. Oh, if it had like like online multiplayer. Yeah, it, had online it would be my favorite fucking game. I am. I I would say like, I am talking about playing with a friend there, which will alter the gameplay quite a bit. Oh because, yeah, everything like, is better. Playing, like that, yeah, yeah, everyone. Every game is better with a co-op partner, like playing with a mate. It just is. So, or more accurately, you'll have more. Fun. You'll have you'll have more fun playing with a friend. That's just the way it is. So that bear in mind if you're mm. interested in it, that is a bit of a tip in the scales. So I haven't played it single player yet. I played you, you've, it, you've played some single. Player. Yeah, I played it for a video a little while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's fine. But then I'm not. I'm no big Resident Evil fan. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I am. So yeah. But no, I, I enjoyed that a lot, and it's kind of sad that Longfang's gone because I want to play more games with him and I guess hang out with him as well. I mean, I can hear him calling me a dick right now. I mean, I, I could play the Resident <laughs> Evil with you. You want to play Resident Evil with me? Well, if you want to play through it and play through it in co-op, then yeah. I'm happy to play it with you. Oh, that would be really cool. <laughs> oh, did you not even think to ask? 
Oh no, I mean, I, I just, I know that Wib doesn't particularly like. He's not as into Resident Evil as I am, so I didn't want to like pester him with it. <laughs> it's fine. I will, I will take this bullet for the team. Okay. I am, I'm intrigued to see how it plays. Like, okay. it is, so. it is a lot of fun co-op. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run through that with you at some cool. point. Cool, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, I'm watching a shit ton of Brooklyn Nine Nine because oh, season five yes. ain't out. Yeah, noise, smart. Did I tell you that I said that to my therapist and he got so confused? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, smart. And he was like, he stopped with a blank expression. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I'm not actually sure what that means. And I was like, oh, okay. But the thing is, like, I think he's gotten used to me now. So he's just like, he knows that I come out with weird shit and he's just kind of, he will wait patiently for me to finish and then ask me for a translation. <laughs> what does any of that mean? Uh, it's like, okay, let me give you a rundown. I will need a spider diagram. <laughs> it's like I was Excellent. talking about like Discord and the mods we have, and he's kind of sat there looking a little bit puzzled. And then he went, we can't be thinking about the same mods, because he's an older guy. And he was like, do you mean like you know mods versus rockers? I was like, no, <laughs> I mean yeah. moderators. And he went, oh, that makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm just really pissed off that Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 5 won't be on Netflix until, like, February next year at the least. And, like, Season, and, like, season 6 is, like, halfway through. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck you. This, fuck, I'm gonna have to go, sp- like, because I, I desperately want it back, because I love it so much, and it's so perfect, and it makes me so happy. <sighs> it's just, okay. It's not okay. But, yeah. That's pretty much all I've been doing. <laughs> okay. Um. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, so I guess um, we are then left with any questions that we might have. Do we have yeah. any questions? Yeah, we have. We have a couple. We have at least one. We have at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. <gasps> of assorted quality. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, you judgmental <laughs> fuck. Uh, which I guess we should probably try and answer this because it's like seven. We should probably try and answer them relatively. Uh, Quickly, then. You just want a, a podcast under two hours. I yes, that always. Yeah, okay, fuck the periods. <laughs> yeah, what's the first question, Drumblebum? Uh, right. And more importantly, uh, what is the email address someone should send their emails to? Only drummer Matt at snipe and web at gmail That is indeed the email address. Now, Matthew, yes. say the questions. So first up, Blood Wolf Koji. Hello. Have you guys had a chance to play the new Warhammer 40k game starring just the Mechanicus versus the Necrons? No, because we've been really sick. Uh, basically, we've been saving it to make a Snipe and Web play of. I have played like the first five minutes of it to make sure it works. It okay. seems quite good, but that's I, all I can see, say. See, I didn't even know if he went like tabletop game or computer game. No, it's <laughs> it's like, I have heard nothing game. of this, apparently. It, yeah, it's basically 40k XCOM, but with the Mechanicum. Oh, cool. Uh, it seems pretty good, um, and we, uh, it, it's, I don't know if this is available at all, uh, GWs, but we got upgraded to the Omnissiah edition um, by a free Ooh. little card, so we yeah. saved a fiver there. Nice. Um, like yeah, we, we just got... made a purchase there, and then we're like, here, you get the free DLC, upgrade, whatever, fuck off. Yeah. I don't think that's how it went. But that's yeah, so, how went. Um, <laughs> we'll be playing it soon, is the is the yeah. answer. Excellent. Um also, in honour of her new novel coming out next year, I'd like a waifu rating of this sparkly lady. And I think we prob- we've mentioned her, but we don't think we've ever given her an official waifu rating. Celestine. Oh. Oh, uh, I... Because it's me. 
It is you. Celestine. It me, yeah. Uh, I would give myself a uh, 420 out of 10. <laughs> Blazing out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you mean 420, praise it, it being the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was going to give 10 out of 10, but I think you may have just ruined Celestine forever. Yeah. I have not. She's worse now. Oh. <laughs> She was a 10 out of 10, but now she's a 9 out of 10. How she gets one, s- one okay. knocked off. How about a 69 out of 10? I, I'm not sure what you're implying there. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's the same. I think she's offering some sort of bribery for you to increase yeah. your score. I'm really not. Well, maybe that could bring up to a 10 out of 10. <laughs> okay, I'll let you play with Drama Matt's jingle if you get put up to a 10 out of 10. I don't know, it's covered in mayonnaise. I'm not, I'm not down Okay, but that's his personal homemade mayonnaise. Yeah, no, no, Artisan good. I don't, Artisan good. I do not want any part of Drummer Matt's artisanal mayonnaise. <laughs> now, that's a lie, and you fucking know it. Email only Matt at snipeandwhip at gmail.com for Drummer Matt's artisanal mayonnaise, homemade. What you want apparently just an egg and no other ingredients. <laughs> you just magic jars it's out of just, fucking nowhere. It's just an egg, an egg in a jar. Matt, what's your rating of Celestine? Um, I mean, she's 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 pretty cool. At least a nine out of ten, I think. No one's perfect. Let's give her a nine. Okay. Wow. wow. Um, next up, I'm going to butcher this amazing town name. Grievesa Ui. Yes. Uh, yes Ryan Mateus Codd. Grievesa Ui. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I haven't said... I realised I hadn't said any of the tower words out, out loud, I don't think. So in my head, no. I know how they sound. I have that I've, problem I've never, like, put them yeah. into, like, vocal form. Um, their, their, their first comment was that they're glad that someone agrees with them about um, Space Marines and being the ridiculous bias because all of their friends refuse to accept it. And they're just like, oh, someone else agrees with me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought that's a contentious opinion. Like, I didn't half either, the but... factions in the game are Space yeah. Marines, and, like, relatively speaking, there's, like, a million of them tops, like, oh, total. Yeah. So, they, they there's more Guardsmen many times over than Marines, but Marines represent most of the game. So Even it, though Marines, yeah. like, in canon, really barely fucking get sent out and shit. Yeah, there's not many They're of shock them, troopers, right? they're, like, the elite elite boys. Yeah. Um, they're not they're not standard forces and I think a lot of people don't quite get that yeah <laughs> but whatever no, but anyway we, they're, yeah. they're glad that we agree uh, okay. on to their question which I think we might have inadvertently answered but as is someone who's dove <laughs> it is not as someone who has dove down the Warhammer rabbit hole and am now looking to read some novels what books do you recommend I read slash which are your favourites Dawn of War by C.S. Godot <laughs> <laughs> it's really good Descent of Angels that made Remley's like rage quit that book. He hates <laughs> yeah, that don't book. read Descent of Angels. It's bad. Uh, um, I I would say if you want uh, a nice a nice easy one, or nice kind of things to start with. I, I, it's a little difficult for me to say because I started reading the first ones I read were the first handful of Heresy books, and they seem pretty good. Um, but they are obviously set outside of the forty k um, setting. They're in thirty k. But generally speaking, people tend to um, point towards things like Gaunt's Ghosts, um, mm-hmm. Eisenhorn. Um, I've still not read Eisenhorn, but I've heard. I've, I've I've heard it is it is good. Um, a lot it's better people, than the game. They tend to point to the Dan Abner like things mm. generally. Um, but yeah, it's difficult for me to say because I most of the, the 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 Black Library books I've read have been the Heresy books. 
Um, I can recommend going and reading the Heresy books, but obviously they're not set in the current timeline. Uh, currently listening to an audiobook of Dark, Her- uh, Dark Heresy, uh, Dark Imperium, um, which seems quite good, and that would be a good one probably to start with um, for the new stuff, because obviously it deals with the creation of Primaris and the like. Okay. And Gilliman coming back and being like, what the fuck have you done to my Imperium, you idiots? That's <laughs> a pretty good description, actually. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Isaac. <laughs> Sorry, I've got the same throat thing as you had. <coughs> oh, no. Yeah. Isaac. I'm going to be running an Imperial Guard D20 one-shot for my friends. Okay. Any recommendations on what I should put them through? I'm thinking Correct. something like Saving Private Ryan type <laughs> stuff. I would say put them through something that is absolutely harmless, but seems like it's got a bunch of red flags, and watch them paranoid flip out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, part I mean, of that's, me... That's would... not specific for any particular... That's not no, specific just... for an Imperial Guard game. That's just yeah, all... No. all okay. okay. <laughs> End with the big bad being a Gretchen... <laughs> it's just like who who just wants to trade and who has basically been pretending that they're a human by me, like more and more extravagant ways or like maybe faking hollow like mater- like uh like hollow projections and stuff like that and he's just the guy who just wants to just make a bit of money i actually and accidentally brought on a chaos incursion because chaos <laughs> always have to fucking show up you know actually it could be quite fun to have them to have your have your guys um, your party deal with what seems to be like just a standard kind of orc invasion, but the orcs start disappearing, and then it turns out actually it's a grot rebellion storyline. Yeah, and they're and just they're like a the bunch act- of yes. orcs, a bunch of grots like standing on each other's shoulders and stuff. That a gr- yeah, grot rebellion storyline. There you go. And you just end up with like the red gobbo at the end. Yeah. Um, being like the big boss and like a huge because because obviously you used to like goblins and their equivalent in like fantasy of just being little you know, snivelling nothing and nothing. Um, Whereas they're like so much smarter than orcs as well, so there's so much more you could do with that. Yeah, like you could um, that that could be fun. That's just yeah. uh, you don't feel the need to actually do that. Oh, no, just, do whatever you like. It's going to be interesting. To that's me goes. thinking for thirty seconds and thinking that's a good idea. I'm sure if I thought about it for forty five seconds, I'd go. That's a terrible that's idea. Good smart. <laughs> All right, move on before you think that then. Yep. Acidus, husbando slash waifu rating. Hit me. Blizzard Entertainment Incorporated. Uh, you mean Zero. Activision Blizzard? Or Blizzard <laughs> Activision? Honestly, people who work there, amazingly sweet people. The actual, like, the the head honchos, who be, obviously people who don't play video games and just want to make literally all the money and fuck everything else. Minus Skull. Fucking zero. Basically, waifu rating for capitalism. Zero. Yeah. Capitalism is the worst waifu. <laughs> um, yeah. Do not, I, no. I, we, do not, we do not support abusive relationships here at Snipe and we play. Which is why it's really difficult to support Overwatch in any way, shape, or form. It really is, because at its core, it's a beautiful piece of art, but unfortunately, there's the overshadowed by capitalism. <laughs> which is literally what ruins everything, but still. Uh, yeah, it's... Mm. Yeah, not 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 a fan of Blizzard as a company, but I'm not a fan of many companies, or indeed any of them. Yeah, so. and as a company, we don't mean people who work for it. We mean like, yeah, the fucking the people who own it who sit there and have no fucking clue what they're doing. It's more the soulless entity that it's is the, the soulless entity that is yeah. the corporation that we hate. Okay, what about you, drummer butt? Uh, yeah, likewise, pretty much. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, good, smart. Um, 
related question, seemingly. Reek the Nanguard, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the Warcraft 3 remaster slash regame? Uh, I'm interested to see how they manage it. I mean, I don't... I like Warcraft's story is busted as fuck anyway. Was the story good uh, back when there were individual games, or was it I just... don't know. I was nine years old. Okay, because I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering if if uh, Warcraft story only I... started being terrible when WoW happened. I well, I mean, yeah, because it's like everyone suddenly is like the most important person, and it's impossible to write a coherent fucking story, and everything has to be like centered around raids and new zones. It's that's a fucking ask. Like you know, oh, yeah. I do rib on Blizzard's like storytelling. For like, wow, but I mean, that is a gargantuanly impossible task to have a satisfying fucking oh, like yeah. story for yeah. everyone, and like, because everyone is sitting there either going, "Oh, Burning Crusade was better," or just being happy with it. So <laughs> it's a tricky one. But like, no, I remember Warcraft Two wasn't super heavy on the story. Warcraft Three was. I really liked it as a little girl, but yeah, like playing it but i don't know how i would perceive that as an adult i mean it's a perfectly passable story it's got betrayal true love sports marriage all that kind of stuff everything you need everything you need <laughs> and yeah it's like like the ending is satisfying it's different like the last fucking bunch of levels are difficult but satisfying didn't quite get into the frozen throne because <laughs> i didn't get that expansion until i was an adult and could afford it and i was like ah nah nah i'm not a fan I mean, I guess, like... Um... I, I, all I want is that I still want to be able to, as a night elf, put on god mode. Oh, no, as as an undead player, put on god mode, go have one of my banshees possess a build unit, walk them back to my base, so I can have all of, like, I can have three of, like, other races' heroes. I which was my to... favourite thing to do. Yeah, I used to do that in um, Total Annihilation Kingdoms, mm. which was the fantasy version of the Total Annihilation series. Oh. And there was, um, was it Harpies um, with one of the factions and Mind Mages with one of the other ones who could take people over. You need to take over build units and you're yeah. like, now I have everything. Yeah, that's, so what you cool. t- that's what you try and do, mm-hmm. is take them over. You could do it in... Um, the original Total Annihilation as well by a weird workaround, which was by a, what was, I guess, a DLC unit, although it was literally <laughs> just a file you downloaded from their website and it added an extra unit Ooh. that would um, bring units back to life um, from the wreckage of them. But you could do it to enemy units. So if you blew up one of their build units and did it, then you could grab one of their build units nice. and push it back to your base. Nice. I like um, it. No, that's like, if they don't have that in it, then I'm not buying it. <laughs> Um, I never played um, Warcraft 3 except for a little bit of it about maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was fine, but no, it, I don't have nostalgia like, for after it. After so. playing like Dawn of War, like, it, was, it was a bit more simple. Like, you had to select, like, like, the selection thing was kind of annoying for units, whereas in Dawn of War it was way more sensible and like, oh, this is a squad. So you select one of them, you select like all eight of them or whatever. Well, Warcraft... And I thought that was fantastic because you just didn't have that in Warcraft 3. Well, I think that's the thing, like, as with a lot of any, a, a lot of games that are forerunners in their genre, mm-hmm. uh, they, like, establish trends and define tropes no, that then later on get elaborated upon by other games. And so quite often you'll prefer the games that elaborated on it. So, like, for me, we're playing Warcraft 3 a few years back, I, I was like oh, well, this is just the same as in Dawn of War, or this is just the same as in Star Trek Armada, yeah. which 
are like the two my two frames of reference <laughs> uh, for strategy games post total annihilation. Apparently, um, so yeah, it can, it's not really it's not always a fair comparison, but you know, yeah. it, it's, it's you can't help but do it. Yeah, I will say I know they won't have cheats in this, which is why. I'm not going to be particularly interested. I, I I want them to have cheats, and I want them to have the map builder. You'll probably be able to pay extra for those things. Oh, <laughs> knowing like the gaming climate, yeah, it'll yeah, probably this, be like... this is going to be my answer for it. I was like, it might be good if it's made by people who work there who just liked the liked the original. Yeah, but it it won't be. It'll be made because they want to make money off it, and yeah. it's going to like strip everything nice out of it. Probably. And then, like, oh, if you pre-order it, if you pre-order Yo. the, the Super Collector's Edition Deluxe Online version, which will cost you, like, 150 quid, then you'll get a nylon bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the shade. But, yeah, uh, then then you'll have access to, like, the Night Elves or something. Okay, I, 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 I can't really believe I'm the one to say this, mm. but I'm going to pull back on the cynicism a little bit and say... Ultimately, yeah, no, I am kind of going we nuts. are just speculating. Yeah. We don't know, and it's possibly a little unfair to say that of a game that has not come out well, yet. Well, yeah, yeah, but at least it's not mobile only. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh. can Snipe Ooh. rate the robot chicken chicken as a husbando? I don't know because, like, you only really see it in the beginning, uh, like, like the intro. I think and so, it's like yeah. a cool kind of cyber chicken that's a bit like. What's the word? It's a bit uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator. So eh, I'm probably going to go with a solid seven. Solid seven okay. out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Because he's cool because he's got the cybernetics and the big like Terminator eye, which I think is really rad. What I'm always shocked by is how long Robot Chicken has been going on for. Yeah, yeah. is it still going? From what I can see, um, let's, let's have a look. Oh, no, it has been cancelled. Oh. Okay. oh. It has finally been cancelled, apparently. It uh, ran from... Apparently 2005 to present, but it's oh. been cancelled. okay. I, fuck <laughs> it, I don't care enough to look at this. Okay. <laughs> Robot Chicken has been cancelled or it has not. Yeah. <laughs> delete as appropriate. Yes. <laughs> either that's an instruction to either whoever's editing this or just the listeners in general. Yeah. Just, just yeah. forget yeah. whatever we said that was wrong. <laughs> and remember the things where we were right. And yes. funny and awesome. Remember yeah. the parts where you agreed the fuck out of this. And verbally yeah. handsome. Um, Cameron, uh, they they they've got into got into Scar and back into forty k and D and D by listening to the podcast and watching your videos. Also, I'd like cool. to so. be the first to apologise for your financial situation <laughs> <laughs> after getting back into forty k. <laughs> um, no wifeys or husbandos, but they do have a would you rather question. Okay, okay, good. Okay. Would you rather be stuck having to play 40k with the Rogue Trader rules Ugh. or D&D with only the first edition rules? Oh, Rogue Trader. A, Rogue Trader. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Yes. A, a, original D&D seems... Um, Horrible. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd go for Rogue Trader. I think it's because I at least understand how Rogue Trader's rules work in an abstract as opposed yeah. to first edition D&D rules that scare me greatly. But, yes. Yeah, they don't... I, 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 at some point I want to sit down and try and get my head around it, but then I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. I will say, at some point, I will play a game of Rogue Trader, whereas I'll probably never play a game of first edition D&D, yeah. so... Yeah, fair. Um, final question? Okay. Sh- Shanus? Hello. Snipe? Hi. When are you going to do an audio drama of My Immortal? 
In the anime <sighs> voice, of course. Oh, God. I was really <laughs> considering it when it came, like, because there was, like, rumours of it being not, like, legit. I, I heard rumours of it that it was just this big elaborate troll, and I was all for doing that. But then it turns out that apparently, no, that was just someone's earnest attempt at writing. So I'm like, oh, I can make jokes about it and everything. But I think just like sitting down and reading like like the whole thing and making fun of it is like a bit too mean. Because like, I'm a fair, writer. It's that it's my been... first writing was fucking terrible. Probably about as bad as my immortal. But so I kind of feel a bit mean. Yeah. To be clear, it hasn't been confirmed that it's legit. It's just that the person that came forward and said that they had written it sort of as a joke seemed a bit fucking. It it sort of that does not actually seem very likely. Yeah. So. So while I would like to do that, I feel that it would be kind of a bit mean. Because yeah, we all got to start somewhere. And while yeah, I do genuinely think it's so fun and stupid. Because it's just... Honestly, I kind of wish Fifty Shades of Grey had been like that. What? Not just bad. Not just absolutely abhorrent. Now, I can make fun of Fifty Shades of Grey, which was actually a, based on a Twilight fanfiction referred to as Master of the, of the Universe, because... Duh. I can make fun of that because that is a published piece of literature, and I use that term very loosely. It is <laughs> something that this person is charging money for. I am allowed to criticise, rather than just... I mean, you're allowed to criticise any piece of art that you want, but I mean, I feel more comfortable about criticising that because it has been held above other pieces of art and said to be fantastic, and I can disagree with that. Whereas also, my, like, my Immortal is just stupid and dumb and the, this, a really fun romp of, haha, I remember when I couldn't write either. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can take the piss out of Fifty Shades of Grey as well because um, E.L. James or is Erica Mitchell, I think her real name Erica is. Erica Mitchell, yeah. He's just... She isn't a... Uh, the horror uh, human being. She does not seem like a nice person. She is not nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, although it should also be noted that uh, when it comes to Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, also uh, be careful with the mocking of it because it does kind of boil down to sometimes just kind of mocking women for actually being a bit more open with their sexuality. So, okay, but yeah. at the same time, that is brought out in such a way that it yeah. is it is not just... Mm. It's like, I appreciate that that can be construed as mocking women for basically being sexual beings, but it is also a deeply troublesome yeah. piece of, yeah. of fiction that glorifies abuse, mm. psychopathy, and sociopathy, and perpetuates the massively damaging stereotype that people who are into maybe not so strictly vanilla sex are emotionally damaged, which is yeah. so fucking harmful. It's, so I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna rag on it for that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just saying there's a lot. There's <laughs> some people who who mocked it for reasons that were Her less girl than. Gems. Yeah, less yeah. than valid, shall we say. Yeah, yeah. So if no, you... I'll mock it because it's badly written. It is, yeah, it glorifies abuse and all sorts. So that's why I'll mock it. Yeah. Not because it's something that some that a bunch of women think is sexy. Yeah. I mean, I would say that there are plenty of other things out there that are way more healthy and better to, to maybe get your rocks off to. But I mean, hopefully that was just an entryway into... A lot of women going, wait a minute, no, this is fucking garbage. I'm going to go seek out some good written erotica. And now they're just, they're spaffing over all the good written stuff. They're, they're, they're giving out their mayonnaise to everybody. I hope so. Because that's Because everyone deserves to just spread their, their artis- artisanal mayonnaise everywhere. Is, is, this, yeah. is this really a thing now? Is is this going to be a podcast, like, reoccurring joke that artisanal <laughs> mayonnaise artisanal means Artisanal mayonnaise is come. <laughs> yeah. That sounds and almost religious. Where? Artisanal mayonnaise is come. 
You know like that Jesus guy? What? Wim. <laughs> yes. What is your favourite non-Godzilla kaiju movie? Well, that was a boring question. I wanted to talk about cum. <laughs> um, okay, Wib, which is your which is your most likely f- film to make you produce artisanal mayonnaise that is a non-Godzilla kaiju movie? Thank you. Was that so hard? Yes, uh, it was. Oh. I would probably say the um, point. <laughs> Gamera 3 Revenge of Iris. Oh, wow. That make you squirt the mayo? And it doesn't make me squirt the mayo. Oh. It's cool. It's what, the this third can't be off. a thing. This <laughs> can't be a thing. Mayo squirting is now a thing. <laughs> you started this drama, Matt. How this is min-maxing friendships? This is your filth. Mayonnaise should not be involved in your friendships. Well, no, I mean, if you're all above board and agreeing, I think it can be. Okay, if fair point. If on the same, same artisanal mayonnaise recipe page. But if I can drag this podcast kicking and screaming back to the question at hand. <laughs> hey, yes. Be my guess. Uh, the third Gamera movie, uh, Revenge of Iris, I believe it's called. It's been a while since I watched it. Um, is one of the one of the best ones. And like just offhand, that's probably one of the ones I'd say is probably my favourite. Although, if I was to actually recommend one for anyone to watch... Um, a non uh, non Godzilla one. It would be Gamera the Brave. That is that got... the new kind of one that was more aimed at kind of like a, more of a family film? If by new you mean eight years ago, new to an old woman like <laughs> actually, me. Actually, no, it, might, it might be even older than that. But it's has it... it got little baby Toto in it? Yes, it's the one then, with Toto. Yeah, in it. that yeah. one is a good movie. It's a good entry point. It's a good just movie that you can watch with with people who maybe aren't into kaiju movies. Yeah, it's it, it's basically a good like family movie that just also happens to be about giant monsters. Yeah, and also Toto is adorable. Yeah, he is adorable. He's a little baby Gamera. Um, but if you want Gamera being a badass, then yeah, Revenge Virus mm. is is a better one in that regard. Uh, actually, just to be fair, the Gamera nineties um, trilogy is just really good. Uh, can recommend that if you're wanting to expand beyond Godzilla. Oh. So what Good. about Pulgasari? Uh, Pulgasari is a, <laughs> a bad North Korean propaganda movie. Yeah, I know. Um, and is better than you would expect it to but be. But not as good as you'd hope. But nowhere near as good or as wild as you'd hope it to be. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Very last question. And I really don't want to ask because it's going to drag the subject back to uh, on a scale of dry to spongy what is the oh, 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 oh dang what okay. is the, what is the state of your new couch after Matt <laughs> comes over to in inverted commas visit well oh yeah like Longfang was like sidling up to your lovely couch mistress so you Ooh. might have to fist fight him at some point. <laughs> I mean, I, I won't do the fight. I'll just do the... <laughs> Dude. Oh. The couch, I mean. I need to make oh, the couch okay. on do not terms f- with me again. Matt, do not fist our couch. Jesus I Christ. I ask it nicely. Or rather, it asks me. So how, d- how, how does it ask you, Matt? How does my couch ask you to do sexual things to it? We've got, like, a connection. Okay. You can't hear that. The answer side, but... is beyond spongy. Sodden is the answer. Squelchy. It's like it's been left on the corner of a fucking council estate during the worst season of rain Yorkshire has ever seen. Positive. And also people, people have been walking past just ejecting genetic packages left, right and centre. Positively dripping. <laughs> we have to put a tarp down. It's terrible. <laughs> 
Covenant Elmans. It's terrible. Covenant Almonds. Hellmans. Oh, I thought you said Almonds. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Isn't Hellmans mayonnaise? <laughs> oh, not as in the nut. No, ah. not. Well, I mean, he nut, but. <laughs> he nut. Drama Matt comes comes in and just like and that's the end of the podcast everyone goodbye thank you for listening (laughs) you don't have the authority to do that and apparently I do now oh shit well okay well then goodbye everybody I guess yeah don't forget to sling that artisanal mayonnaise provided everyone's on board and on the same page bye bye bye